0: Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Hi, guys, and welcome to Empath. Today, I'm sharing six and a half tips to creating an authentic about page. The reason I'm talking about authentic about pages rather than just about pages is because I think about pages is where people struggle the most. And a lot of about pages I see are very fluffy, very one dimensional, very surface level. And they say what they think they should say rather than talking from a place of truth. And I think it's the truth that we connect with. And an authentic about page is about connection rather than impression. I'm not trying to impress someone when I'm writing an about page. I'm trying to communicate and convey their authentic essence. So for me, from a copywriting perspective, when I work with customers, what I'm trying to do is mine their magic, trying to get to the roots of who they are, what they offer, What makes them unique and different and then extracting that and expressing it through their copy succinctly and also emotively. You know, it's how we communicate with emotion and expression that connects with your audience. And yet I see a lot of about pages that kind of tell you, you know, the basics. They're sort of like going to a networking event where someone shakes your hand and you tell them your name and they say, what do you do? And you answer. And then it's all like you're very sort of polite and you tell them that you're married and you've got two children and three dogs and talk about the weather a little bit. This is the problem with most about pages. They're sort of like networking, talk about the weather level rather than a deep, authentic discovery of who you're going to be working with. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you don't need a deep discovery of who you're going to be working with, you know. You might be a cosmetics brand, in which case, do I really need to know your whole life story? However, if I'm going to be buying into you, and this is so how the modern customer thinks, more and more we're seeing this, I want to connect with you at a deeper level than your product, a deeper level than your offering. Because this is how it works. We work on a place of shared values. We work on a place of authenticity and sincerity. You know, I'm not going to buy your bullshit. And yet so much of it is sadly bullshit. And it's about how we get away from that and say, this is my story and I'm showing up as I am. Because until you can look in their eyes, you can't connect with them. So what I urge you to do here is to really get vulnerable, really strip back, really be okay with. Showing up and sharing who you are, because when you do that, I promise you the impact will be incredible. So, today I have created six and a half, a half of course, tips to creating an authentic about page. What makes it authentic? So, number one is to keep it personal. I urge you to write in the first person, you know, to say I, not we, because it's quite old-fashioned to do this. There's still a lot of people doing it, but this whole like we this, we that when you're a one-person band is something that was really done a long time ago, and it's to make yourself look bigger, to give yourself credibility, etc. However, it, to me, doesn't give credibility. It just completely lacks sincerity. People know when you're an I, and they know when you're a we. So if you really are an I, let me tell you now, the magic is in who you are. Not in fluffing yourself up, puffing your feathers up and trying to sound like a we. You know, people know if they're buying from a person. And actually, I think being a person is your superpower rather than being. You know, people always tell me it's to sound professional. And I'm like, I expect you to be professional. You don't need to sound professional. And to be honest, if I know you're an I and you're saying we this, we this an hour and trying to make it sound like you're bigger than you are, you've lost my respect from the first sentence. Because I care about authenticity and I care about sincerity and I care about truth and I care about trust. And you've just wiped all of those off the table the minute you said we when you were an I. Now, don't get me wrong. If you want to say we and you're an I, knock yourself out. It's your content, not mine. However, I would say think about it. Really think about this before you start saying we, because it's just, I would never do it for a customer. So if a customer wants to say we and they're an I, I won't do it because. I will stick to my guns on this one. I believe in I over we. So, number two, share your story. It's not about impressing people. You, you know, your website copy should be all about the connection and showing who you are and bringing the whole of you to the table, you know, rather than just showing up as someone that you think you should, like a, like an avatar of what you actually are. The um, common come back to this I hear is people say but your website copy should be all about the customer um I don't believe in that I don't believe your website copy should be all about the customer I think that's insincere and saccharine and also it without your story I can't connect your about page should absolutely be about you and when people make their about page about the customer it's just kind of hollow to me your about page needs to show you and show your story Be your complex self. You know, people are multifaceted. So bring all of you to the table. And I mean, obviously, keep it concise. Keep it concise at all times with any copy. But how can you show the elements of you? How can you show the different facets of you? That's really, really important. You know, I think I always say to people, I like Metallica, but I also like McFly. Like genuinely, I'm not just saying that. I love Metallica. I used to be a rock drummer in a band. And that rock side of me is going strong. But yes, you will see me dancing to McFly and knowing all the words. I am a massive McFly fan and I love of Catchy Pop. And that's okay. You can be a Metallica fan and a McFly fan. You can be someone who likes to wear pretty summer dresses, but you also like to wear, you know, baggy hoodies and leather trousers. You can be multifaceted. You don't have to have a look. You don't have to have a tone. Well, I mean, you do kind of have to have a tone. But that tone is is the tone of truth. It's not, I need to sound pretty all the time. Or I need to sound poetic all the time. Because I tell you now, I'm very poetic, but I'm very blunt. I can be the most romantic writer you'll ever find. But I'm also not afraid to swear. Because I will show all the elements of my personality. The rough and the smooth, the grit and the gloss. And that's something I've talked about a lot in the past. Number three. Is kind of um, related a bit to this. It's basically don't say it all. So don't say it all. So be your complex self. Share your whole story, but like I said, don't say it all. Keep it concise and share what you need to share what you need to, and not the whole thing. You know this. Remember the first date analogy. You want to be truthful. You want to be honest with your date. You don't want to hide the fact you've got children or hide the fact you're going through divorce or whatever. You want to be honest. However, what you don't want to do is spend that two-hour date talking about your history. You need to pick and choose and cherry-pick what you share and what you don't. And it's exactly the same on your about page. I mean, let's say you've got 150 words to play with. What are you going to share in that 150 words? Trust me, 150 words goes real quick. I mean, if you don't write a lot, you might be daunted by the thought of writing 150 words. But you will find it easier to write 400 words than 100 because... Once you get going, and get in your stride, you'll have a lot to say and the magic really is in the edit. So remember that once you've written it or rewritten it or got your points out, you need to keep it concise because you'll lose their interest if you write an essay. So question yourself before you begin and say, what am I going to share? What am I comfortable sharing? And what am I going to share? What part of my story am I going to show? What parts of myself am I going to show? You know, I might not I might not show all the facets of myself. Goodness knows, we are very, very complex people. But I might show that I like these different eras or these different genres or whatever. I might show that element element of myself. Choose what you're going to say, but don't say it all. Number four is to show some scars. Like we said about the grit and gloss, you know, showing your scars. Don't be afraid to just... Show up as you are. You don't have to be pretty. You don't have to be nice. You don't have to be shiny. And this is the biggest misconception in copy that everyone thinks you have to put your best, best foot forward. You have to show your best side, you know, get ready for your photo shoot. You have to come with all your, you know, bells and whistles and your jazz hands and your smiley face. And you know, those days when you're really not okay and people are like, How are you? And you're like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm great. And you're really not great. Don't do that. You know, don't be afraid to not be great. Don't be afraid to not have the jazz hands out. Do you and do you as you are, rather than trying to be you in the limelight, or you with all the bells and whistles, or you on a good day or whatever, like what's that saying? In makeup they talk about nude lipstick and they call it your lips but better. I mean what's wrong with your lips? What the hell is your lips but better? And it's that's the problem in copy, that people are trying to sound like themselves. Better, like the best version of them, like the shiniest version of them, like the ultimate potential them that they could be. But I'm like, I would rather just know you on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. Like, who are you on a Tuesday at 2 p.m.? Who are you really? You know, don't feel you've got to show up and be shiny. You can show your vulnerability. And I highly recommend showing your vulnerability, showing your scars. Where have you come from? your scars connect you you know it's your scars that connect you and that's so important and sometimes showing your vulnerability is going to go wrong sometimes people are going to take advantage of that sometimes people are not going to um connect with that or they're not going to you know sometimes your light and your vulnerability can make other people uncomfortable and so what I'd like you to do is come as you are show your vulnerability show your scars and own your story and know that. It's not up to you how people react to that, but it's truthful. And people will come from a place of truth. If you're going to connect with someone, it's going to be from a place of sharing your scars and sharing your story rather than hiding them, putting makeup on them and acting like everything's pretty. However, I also want to just say quickly about vulnerability. So this is something I I call it vulnerability, F-A-U-X, Faux, vulnerability, is fake vulnerability. And you're going to know what it is when I talk about it. It's essentially when people go, you know, I've been where you are, I've been in the bottom, I've had no money, I've been on the streets, and I'm now a successful six-figure entrepreneur. Now, it's a lot more complex than that, but to give you an idea, because you all know someone that's doing this, this whole like rags to riches, romanticizing the uh, destruction and the devastation. Now, the people that really have gone through stuff and most people have gone through stuff, that is what makes you who you are. That is probably your strength and that does add to your story. But don't be tempted to tell some rags to riches story just to get people in because eventually you'll get found out because people know vulnerability. We don't always know it when we read it, but we eventually can see it. So you might get more sort of followers or something by using this vulnerability, but to really connect with people, it has to be from a place of truth. You know, it's always about truth. You know, I always say at the end of each of these episodes, all you've got to be is true. I I can't say it anymore. I'm a massive advocate of that. If you learn nothing else from today's episode, make it that one. Just tell the truth. The truth is enough. You are enough. You don't need to have some. Rag to Rich's story to be someone. You don't have to have had all these scars. You might not have that many scars in your life and that's okay too but what I'm saying is be, be courageous enough to show them but don't feel you have to fake it. Number five I think we're on. Um, avoid the cliches, the identical copy and the cold words. You know basically it's about not saying the things everyone else is saying. And one of those is absolutely about the six figure, I've been where you are. Starting with rhetorical questions. Are you tired of feeling this way? Are you worried about things when you're going to bed at night? Do you feel like you're not making enough money? I've been where you are. I can help you, et cetera, et cetera. Don't start with the rhetorical questions. Don't put cliches in there. Don't use cold words. And by cold words, I mean like corporate professional words that. You feel like you should or buzz words like, you know, I think I talked about elevate before, you know, or for a while everyone was saying pivot. It's, it's these words. Try to avoid words that you're seeing in your industry. Try to avoid words that don't feel authentic to you or natural to you. If you wouldn't use them in conversation, then don't use it at all, you know? And then also ask, why would I care? Why would I care about this page? You know? Make me care. Give me something to hold on to. Give me something to remember you by, you know? Don't tell me that you love sunsets and sausage dogs, because everyone loves sunsets and sausage dogs, apart from me because I have a lisp. (laughs) But generally, everyone loves them, you know? So don't tell me that. Don't tell me you like hot chocolate and the way the sun sets over the mountain. Like, you know, tell me something with texture is what I'm asking for. Your about page is your one opportunity to express yourself and tell me something that's real. Tell me something that's three-dimensional. Don't take something from somebody else. that sounds awesome. And don't put something really shallow and superficial that barely scratches the surface of you at soul level. Give me something I can connect with. And lastly, number six, what do you want this page to do for you? I'm always shocked at how many people don't ask that question. What do you want this page to do for you? Do you want people to get in touch with you? Do you want people to view your portfolio? Do you want to share from a place of vulnerability so that you can deepen the connection with them? Where are you taking them afterwards? And what do you want them to feel? What do you want them to see? What do you want them to know? Just be really clear on that before you start. And then my half, because it's six and a half tips to create an authentic about page, my half is to do something called the lineup. And I know if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know about the lineup already. It's something I talk about all the time. But honestly, guys, I cannot advise it enough. So the lineup is where you take the about page of other people that are in your industry. They could be direct competitors or they could just be people in your industry. And so if you're losing business to like the same two or three people, use them. But also if you're just a general sort of like, like if you're like a florist in Wiltshire, then you're looking at other florists in Wiltshire. But if you are a copywriter, so you're not tied by location, you could just look at other copywriters. And what I want you to do is line up five to 10 of these about pages, get them in your browsers next to each other and put yours somewhere in the middle. And then read them one by one out loud. It's really important that you do this out loud. Read every single about page out loud. And as soon as you finish, you click on the next tab and you start the next one you take a breath and you start on the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one and And you do all five or ten. Go on, go for ten. And when you've done it, I want you to close them all down or walk away and do something else for half an hour. You could do some work, you could reply to some emails, you could go for a walk, you could clean your house or whatever it is, do something that's not related. And then I want you to ask yourself, what do I remember from who? This is the number one most powerful exercise I know that anyone can do because trust me, You'll be surprised what you remember and what you forget and who you remember and why. And so the question I'm asking you at the end of this is, will I remember you? Will I remember you and why will I remember you? I think that's really important. We always finish with an intention, an invitation to set an intention for you guys. And I'd love today for you to think about your about page. You might already have an about page. You might not have an about page. You might be starting from scratch. It's totally up to you. But what I'm asking you to do is to stop and pause and make a few notes around who am I and how do I convey my essence. That's it. Just write some notes around that. You can journal. You can think about it. You can... Sort of make notes on it. You can record yourself talking about it. But I want you to really open up that question. I mean, I would like you to go for a walk with it, get outside, be away from a computer, be away from a screen, and think to yourself, who am I and how do I convey my essence? Who am I at an authentic level? I just want to reiterate that you are enough. You don't need to sound a certain way. You don't need to appear a certain way. You don't need to look up to anyone or look out to anyone. I want you to look into who you are because when you unlock your authentic essence, you will never, ever go back. It is the true magic. Great copy is not about how good it sounds. It's about how cleverly and concisely and emotively it connects. And you can only do that from a place of truth. Because remember, guys, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk, and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, The Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing, and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.